the Damaged Goods Podcast. I love not having my phone. That shit is like, it's liberating. I mean, I, I, I be on the phone like a motherfucker, like, I catch myself a lot, but I have no problem putting the shit away. And I mean, I, I'm not one of those people that gotta have it in their hand all day. And I mean, if you out, I do, but if not, you're out with your lady, do you like? Does she ever check you for it? No, I check her for it. Mm, high five! I I, ca- I I did that last night. I caught some shit for it too. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, um, I give her my phone to put in her bag. Like if we out to eat and shit. Yeah, man, because yeah, you know, it's, it's it's nice to like be in the moment with each other, yeah, like exactly. focus and shit. Yeah. Like I mean, dude, it's I'm I'm addicted. Yeah. I'm addicted to that little electrical box burning a hole in my pocket, giving me cancerous balls. I'm fucking <laughs> addicted. I really try to take it out of my pocket as much as possible. Because yeah. I don't want cancer balls. But that shit really do that? I don't know, man. Like there's there is a lot of scientific research that shows like when people put the laptops um on the actually on the lap to work, the, the radiation and heat can lower sperm count and what? maybe cause like testicular cancer. So I don't know. I'm just super paranoid also. <laughs> but like you remember when too. like it was cool to like keep Blackberries on, on those like her phones on the hip thing. Yep, yep. And then yep. it got really uncool. I kind of liked when it was cool because then I didn't have to worry about my balls getting cancer from the phone. And now I can't. Now I have to put it in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Me. I always say like, you know, we we in the fucking era where motherfuckers think they gotta document everything. Like, yeah. And they I always say the best times you have are the ones you don't get on on the internet. Oh, because you're, you're, you're in busy the moment, enjoying you're, them. You're in the moment, right? Facts. I, I mean, I was uh, that was something that me and uh, fuck, a couple podcasts ago, my guest and I were talking about. I'm, bl- I'm stoning out on who it was, but only anyway, we were talking about being in the moment versus versus capturing it. And uh, it's like those the the times like you said when I had the most fucking fun with my friends and doing some shit. I didn't even. I was maybe too out of my mind, maybe mm-hmm. on like mushrooms or some shit to pull my phone out. <laughs> but like. When you do when you do that, you you step out of the moment and you want to capture it. I know it's cool. We want to show we were there, I, and it's good for my yeah. memories. I do it too, but it's it definitely ruins it. In yeah, a way. it disrupts it. For like, sure. What was the last show you went to as a as a fan, not as an artist, and just maybe only pull out the phone like once? Um, for the record, I hate watching rappers perform. Yeah, like I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, it. I don't I pay, it. I don't pay money to watch rappers. Yeah. That's what about a fact. What, if, what if it's like you're like uh, somebody you look up to or admire? Uh, if, if, if it's, no, I mean, th- don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm saying I don't spend money. Yeah, I've been to countless. Sh- I've been to countless shows. You know what I mean? And 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 um, I'm trying to think of the last one I've been to, bro. Like, I don't even remember. My memory's trash anyway, and I That's don't smoke. Good. Weed. So we definitely don't need to yeah. start you. But um, I'm trying to think, bro. I mean, I think as an artist, at least when I was a musician, I didn't like to go watch as many shows because I was performing a lot, you yeah. know, and um, I don't know. I just think rappers suck. Yeah, I mean, dude, you're talking to a guy who, it's real hard to convince me to listen to somebody yeah. new, especially. Yeah. That that voice you're hearing claiming all these other rappers suck is one of uh, the dopest MCs, not just from Massachusetts, New England, one of the dopest out and a, a man that, aside from music, I respect as a, as a man, as a human individual. This Thank is my you, man, brother. Easy Money. It's like, like fairness mutual. Like Easy Rock, Money, bro. a.k.a. Ed Rock. This Slow, guy is the man, yeah. dude. Ed Rock. This guy is the man, and he's got his new joint out, Flyer Lansky, yep. with uh, Billy Loman album. I'm looking at the physical copy right here, which is, I mean, I like stream shit. I get the digital shit, but I do love Yeah, I, I love man. it. I love I love the physical, too. I like to read the credits, too. I like yeah, all that man. shit. Well, you're from that era, like yeah. me, where... Where it was cool to do that, like you wanted to know what they sampled for this record, who made that beat, all that shit. Was who cool. wrote it? Yeah, who wrote the song? Because exactly, ha- a lot man. of that happens too. Yeah, man, and like I remember geeking out, looking at like production credits on like Dre's albums. Like 
he would use two different samples in a song and like how did you make that work and, and then put another dude play a keyboard on yeah, it and man. shit crazy that was the fun shit and uh i just i appreciate you you hit me off with the album and oh, i'm for fucking sure, psyched man. to throw this in the whip i appreciate you having me here oh, brother dude it's a pleasure album is in stores worldwide too yeah man you gotta get this shit so all, the, di- the, all, all digital outlets the too. dude and i see like you got conway on there you got yeah. millie's yeah. podcast alum shout out to millie's shout out to millie's you got um you got Terminator. you got the crew the st squad up for in sure there. and then we yeah. also have an album out now i saw too. that too Man. I release. We release both. I say I like to call the SC album mine because out of the seventeen records, I'm on thirteen. Oh, so you like Ghostface did it? I just I pretty much like. I mean, yeah. I held I held it down. I I I I the anchor. Yeah, I was. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I like to call that out of the anchor because he's the one that keeps the shit pushing. It wouldn't have come out without him, but it wouldn't have got recorded without me. Who um me? who did like like the majority of that production? Just all over the place on the on, on the, the SC, on, oh that's just everywhere. That's everywhere. Um, yeah. we got we got. Let me see. It's funny because I got this this album, Fly Alansky, produced entirely by Billy Loman. And yeah. he, don't, he don't got one joint on the SC album. You know what? I like that you see like something. This is a theory that me and my boy, uh, Evil Earn, who does our intro music, who is half of Lazarus Tax, and we, we, we like wanted to do, which we always admired, is what you did on your new album is one MC, one producer. Yeah. The gangstar formula that is, I think, especially nowadays in hip-hop, it's, it's the best. You get the best out of it. Yeah. It's a, you get an actual sound with it. And um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are telling me that this album is, is better than than my last, The Money. And, I, that and was fire. I haven't listened to this one yet, but that yeah. one was fire. I appreciate that. But you know, it's like um, like I get it. You know, that there is a sentimental attachment to the money because I did work with DJ Premier and Night Wonder. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I got I got to give it some more time before I make that call. But I feel like, you know, that's a result of the uh, you know, just having that chemistry with one person. And rocking out with that one person and creates a certain sound that that album has. Yeah, that, that like 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 the the Freddie Gibbs Madlib album to me is fucking so oh my Ill god because they Pinata? captured the vibe. Oh, oh my god! So I'm in the strip club the other night, chilling at this one downtown LA called Sam's. I'm Dolo, right? No yeah. one wanted to come out. I'm drinking. I'm getting nice, <laughs> and I'm in there, and it's it's a small spot. You know, it's not a big one. LA don't really have the greatest clubs, but this is the best one for the girls. One small stage, like 15 on a time, but it's like a relaxed environment. Some motherfucker Freddie Gibbs come in with two bad things, just chilling. Oh, yeah? Blowing down some trees in there, throwing some money, and then it's out. And I wanted to go up and be like, yo, where's the Pinata 2 at, man? We wait, yeah. but I didn't even get to. I was, I was in my zone. Gibbs but, uh, is fucking nice. I've, I've seen a lot of hip-hop shows. I've opened for Gibbs before. I've, I've seen Gibbs since when he started. I did a fucking Narite showcase in South by Southwest years ago, and he was one of the main dudes opening, and he performed live, and I'd never heard him before. I was like, this motherfucker can spit live. Yeah, and I've seen him perform no fucking hype, man. No backing tracks with that breath control. I've seen him rock my boy's band back him. He could play with a band. No hype, man. No backing tracks and no gang of motherfuckers yeah. on stage. And that's the shit I really respect. And I wish more people could see artists do that because you might enjoy live hip-hop more. I actually do that. No, I know because you're a yeah. real motherfucker. Yeah. Ed, is, Ed is a cut from a cloth that is a hard fabric to find these days. He's a real MC. And that's why I had so much respect for him and it was always a pleasure to work with him because he's a real... Salute. I don't... Honestly, I don't... I won't go to a concert uh, of most rappers because they're gonna rap over their own fucking vocals. That shit, and that's 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 unreal. It's just it, how, how do you? I don't I don't know, brother. I just don't I don't understand it. It's it, weird. It's it, like mind boggling to me. Bro. It was a time where it was impossible to do that unless you were like you know MC Hammer. You could literally would have got your ass whipped. Like why are you do? Why imagine are you coming to the Middle East in two thousand and one or, or, or SOBs and, and and trying to get away with that? You would have gotten like yeah. PM dawned off stage, beat up. And now it's not only is it the norm for you know well to do 
acts. But I see kids when I when you know when I was still going to shows, younger kids on the come up doing it because I think they seen these other artists doing it. Like, well, shit, I seen Jake. Well, not Jake Cole. He probably don't do. It, but I don't know. I, pick your artist. They see these dudes do it. Yeah. And like, I'm gonna do it. And the crowd didn't even mind. No one even cared. I mean, I just you know I think I think the crowd like. When 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 you pay your money to see somebody, or or you're a fan of, when you're a big big fan of somebody, yeah, like yeah. they do no wrong. That's the that's yeah. the you know the average person's mentality. You feel that's me? True. They do no wrong. So you're caught in that moment. You're like, wow, this motherfucker's right in front of me. Yeah. You're not even thinking about him rapping over the track. That's how I feel. Like people people uh, go Did about you're it. Starstruck, too. right? Yeah. See, I'm like the dude who, I've seen some of my favorite artists multiple times, and and due to I love, right? And I've I've seen them and had a good show. I've also seen him and been disappointed. Like, damn, dude, yeah. this dude really didn't bring it tonight. Yeah, you know. I mean, so, some and of the some of the best rappers in life are very bad live. Yeah, I'm I mean, not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say names just because, like, they're like are. they're like my dads. Dude, but. I mean, yo, you like Nas is is my number two, and I've seen Nas a lot of times, and I've seen Nas do really good live a couple times, and then I've seen him very bad. Yeah. And it's like, was he? Well, I don't know what was it. Was the day? Was the? Was he sick? Was he drunk? Was he not caring? I don't know what what made one of these shows so good and one so bad, right? <laughs> um, the, uh, one one thing that that you know, and you and you gotta you know, w- w- you drag somebody when they, when they don't do well. But one person you gotta salute, um, is Jay because Jay was okay. very lazy live when he first like Reasonable Doubt era. See, he I was never very saw him until super lazy live. Like, like stood still him. in the same spot, no energy, no oh. sort of. Uh, no sort of uh, didn't it didn't seem like he gave a fuck. He was just yeah. up there just rapping it, and yeah. now he's like dude, he, he performs now. Great show, dude. Yeah. I the first time I ever saw him, dude, I got spoiled. I had the went to the garden MSG. It was Jay and Mary J, and this is the first time I ever seen Jay live, right? Yeah. Fucking huge band, like twenty piece band with him, and and he was selecting a lot of the tracks. They're like going back, and maybe they had backing tracks on a laptop, and he was like no hype man. I think he brought up Siegel, Bleak, yeah. a couple records, but crushing it, like Rocking working the stage, working, going back to the computer, throwing in like album cuts, you know, going yeah. back and putting Can I Live On, and you do a Madison Square Garden, you don't got to do those album yeah, cuts, right. and he was really like, and I saw him do a few shows where I was like, this motherfucker put, put forth he a real effort. Some, some, some uh, I mean, we all, we, all, we all perform, we all perform, you know what I'm saying, we all go in there on the stage and we perform, but very few of us put on the show. That's how, that's how I see it. You know what and I look at it like this, man. I'm paying money for your ticket. Your job is to rap on stage. So if I come and you're not rapping, you're letting your vocal tracks do it. It's like if I went to the mechanic and you didn't really change my tire, right? <laughs> like, I don't, you know, I'm saying, like, I, I went to the restaurant, but you only cooked one of my meal, one of my dishes. Like, I'm paying you to do your job, and you didn't do your fucking job. I would always feel disrespected as a fan when I would go to see one of my favorite artists, and they would be too drunk to perform. Like, you could do your thing. Right, whatever you need to do to get loose, but if you can't rock, yeah. then you went too hard, and that's a bummer, dude. I've seen that, and that, that's almost like heartbreaking. Like, yeah, man, man. Like you, you know, w- w- when we were younger, brother, when we were younger, you know, these rappers they were superheroes to us, brother. Legendary, dude. They were superheroes. Hell these guys yeah. are like, you know, like um, I remember, you know, I, I would be in, in in terms in terms crib on his turntable playing terminology. Oh, shout yeah, out term. Shout out term for sure. I would we would be in turn and he you know he collected a lot of vinyl then he had every single um vinyl that had a DJ Premier track mm, on it mm. every single one and we should listen to this guy like yo this guy is God like we're we're never yeah. even gonna meet him we're never even gonna yeah, stand like a next to him that lives in comic books you know what I'm saying like we we just knew 
at that time, in our minds, we knew we were never going to work with DJ Premier. Like, we knew that. Yeah, it was like a f- unfathomable. And now it's like, you know, he's you, a homie. Yeah, you I hit him on the text, yo, what's up? Him. It's crazy. It's that's, crazy. And that's the coolest thing is, it, it like, you get to that point so, and, and shit. So to get back to the, so we, what we were originally saying is that, when you know, we looked at a lot of these guys like that. And when you see them now and, and, and they just look, like, drugged out. Or their performance mm. is bad, mm. or their music just sucks, and it hurts sad, you, brother. Man. It's like they always say, you know, like don't meet your idols and shit like yeah. that because you're gonna be disappointed. That's and it's, a fact. It's, it's the same thing. And dude, I've I've seen people. I work in music now as being a former artist, and now working other facets. And I'm I'm one of my roles is I bring people to meet some of these artists and like to look at their faces when they're like, wow, that was my superhero, and I just got hurt by this motherfucking Grammy winning artist, you yeah. know? And like, damn, that's yeah. that's what time is, be. Like I don't want. There's a few artists I don't want to meet. I don't want to meet them. I don't want it to fuck me over. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like I, I'd hate to meet like, like Nas or Jay, and they'd be and complete not be cool, dickhead. right? Ah, oh, man, would ruin. Like if I met Andre and he was, yeah. I, I can't picture him not being cool. But yeah. damn, that would fuck yeah. me up. Like Nas, like Nas walked. Like Nas came out to Lawrence. I had opened for him one time, and he came out. You know, my way. I'm from Haverhill. He was performing in Lawrence, and he walked right in front of me. And, and and you know what it is is like me personally I'm not I don't I always tell like my rap friends and you know some these dudes they like to say yo you're you're a dick you're not and I, I'm a dick right but it comes from me being a dick comes from being honest yeah you know it's, I mean? it's not you're not being a dick you're just well, honest dude yeah my thing is like yo I tell dudes yo stop trying to be but I like with that rappers. analogy yeah, that you why, they don't give a fuck about, about you bro. they like, don't you they walk away from them they forget you like, exist they just want you know, you feel like these rappers ship your money I don't like you raise know? us I don't That's like to say it. and it's like yo I tell in them in a lot of ways I learned a lot of shit from these dudes you like follow that shit and then when you do meet somebody and they just don't live up to either your standards or what they portray themselves like in the music it's like fuck man yeah but when I say that I say it more like um I picked up a lot from him like that, that's the thing that we have. Like, like one thing with term is that we be like we call pun his dad and Coogee Rap is his grandfather. It's good. Those are good. That, that, those like, are good analogies. Because you know some songs like, and you know it's not every song, but you know sometimes you know a lot of times term does the, the pun thing, the tongue twister thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like you know, so that that's pretty much like what I what I mean with it. But in reality, like you know, we we was raised off this music, bro. Like there's there's truth to that too. So like, who's Easy Money's dad and who's Easy Money's grandfather? Um, the the crazy thing is that you know my favorite rapper is Big, yeah. always has been. I still have, I still don't believe I've heard anybody better. Um, but the if I had two rappers that I picked up the most from, I got to give it to two. Like the Nas, he make he makes me want like he makes me want to dig deep and yeah, you know, do the thinking shit sometimes. But then like you know I, I my whole style comes from the locks, bro. Yeah, what I was gonna mean? say like, uh, and it's interesting. Big maybe being your favorite, you don't hear. A lot of big in your style, exactly. but a lot of Jada and Styles in you, yeah. and that's that's. Dope. I mean, the, uh, I mean, fucking love those days, you know. They, I mean, I mean, they inspired a, a gazillion yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, but I, I always say the Locks and Coogee rap, like literally birthed a million dude, motherfuckers. I, most of my style. boys rap like the Locks, and yeah. I was like, I was blessed to do songs with both of those dudes respectively, and and yeah. and it was ill, and uh, just like li- like listening to them over the years, and if you go back, especially like all their shit in the nineties. You really hear what, <clears throat> like, they birthed a lot of kids that, uh, from our era, I feel like kids our age that were coming up, at least a lot of dudes I knew in Boston, that was, like, one of the biggest inspirations was, was especially, like, once they left Bad Boy and, and started doing mixtapes and, you know, really got to be the locks and really got to be D-Block, and that was, like, a huge influence. Um, I think that's, that's an ill, 
because I never really thought about that for you, but but now I, I see that. Yeah, Nas, Nas in the uh, in the locks really um wow. really really and and you know I I have I do the pun thing a lot too. I sprinkle it in though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. You, as far as like the Spanglish shit, yeah, or kind of like getting wordy with it, well, I do pick up a lot from pun. Who I feel is the best. Who I feel is the nicest rapper ever. Now, now so, and I don't don't get twisted. I love pun. He's yeah. incredible, right? Now, as a guy who records a lot of music and I know about engineering and shit like that, um, you can tell there's a, like punches, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's no wrong. I, we all do punches, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. I never got to see pun live. Did you ever get to see pun live? You know what's funny is that I had tickets. When I was real young to see porn, I had to sell them because I had to work. Uh. And then, like, I regret that shit. Every every time I think of it, I'm like, fuck. See, what I would be wondering is, is is how would he be live? And so for you, for people who don't know what, when we say punches, like, that's um in engineering, and especially in hip-hop, if you do the rap and the verse recording, they might stop somewhere. And to punch in is, like, the engineer starts you, and you can pick it up right there. And if you have a good engineer, it's seamless. You wouldn't even know it. Yeah. In most of your favorite hip-hop songs, there's punches. But Pun is a dude with a crazy flow, uh, an almost nonstop overlapping flow. But he was a big boy, which makes it hard to have breath control. Right. And you can hear the gasps in some of his tracks. Yep. So yep. you do punches. So I always wondered, how would he be live? Is he that yeah. nice live? You know what I'm saying? Like Cormega, who I love. A lot of punches. A yeah. lot of punches. Yeah, 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 and, but I, I feel like Megas are a little more blatant. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. And puns, they did a good job with yeah, those. Yeah, they did. They definitely did. Um, but you know, with, with pun, I just feel like, like, when I first heard pun, bro, like I'm like, yeah, Yo, is this guy even a human being? Yeah, 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 dude. The way he was flowing was just like, I was like, smooth. what, like, fit, what was fourteen? Pun was 15? on a, he was on. I think Flex Flex first mixtape was what ninety five or six, six at least six. So I'm I'm fourteen years old. Yeah, right? you're like my age. And, and, you know, they did him and Joe did the ice cream, right? It's fire, bro. Uh, power from the street, yeah. lights made the place dark, but Joe, we yeah. didn't care. And then Punk comes in. Yeah. <laughs> they and, be fun. I like they run, you know, it's just, yeah, I'm dude, like, it was, who is this guy? Yeah, like, so I'm listening to him, like, sick, this guy's not a human being. Who is he? He was just one of those dudes who's And you ain't a so killer wrong. drop. Oh, that was retarded, Then dude. I'm like, yo, he's definitely not retarded. human. Yeah. Like, he, like, he, seriously to me, nobody, nobody can... You know, just rapping alone, I feel like nobody could do it like that. He nobody. had one of those flows that, um, like, you know, I hate this sounds mad nerdy, but if I got easy money up here, we're nerding out hip hop. He has a multi syllabic rhyme yes. scheme, right? He's rhyming more than one word, but it was always so smooth and talking. Uh, like G Rap, Rock Him, Nas all had this skill too. It didn't feel forced like he was, you didn't really know he was rhyming like six, seven syllables every rhyme scheme, but he was. Yeah. And it was just smooth, like he was just talking it. You know, and you know, G G Rap said himself that he enhanced the G Rap style. Yeah, because he's a you know he's a G Rap. I mean, G Rap, and everyone thinks Nas is a, a, a son of, of Rakim is like nah, it's really G Rap. Yeah, I'd know, say both, both yeah. aesthetically and, and, and style wise. Yeah. Rakim, but like actual lyrics, like rhyme flow pattern, he's got that, especially old Nas, that rapid fire G Rap yeah. flow. But you know, you know, and the thing about Pun that that I love so much. Well, there's two things about Pun. You know how you have like, and, and you know, I hate, I hate to say it this way, but I'm a you know, the token white boy rapper? Yeah. But it'd be like, yo, yo, yeah. oh, people and babble and battle. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they just sound the corny. Oh, yeah. Pun, Pun was dude. very wordy, but he made it sound cool. He was clever. Well, he, he put the street, he flipped it on some street shit, throwing but in But he made it sound words. cool. Like, yeah. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of dudes that know how to rap good, but I can't listen to them. Yeah. Because they don't sound cool. Of course. Dude, there's, there's dudes who, like, I don't, I always gripe about J. Cole on this podcast, and people always know about it. It's really good. Really good rapper. Righteous dude. I just think he's corny as fuck yeah. you know 
Yeah. And then people always are surprised by that. But and then now I think Cole's cool, but I, I understand what you're saying. I feel I kind of feel like that way about Drake sometimes. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. But pun. Another thing about pun was he uh, but what was it that I just said? That oh, he made it sound cool, but not only that. Like a lot of rappers are very very wordy, yeah. and 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 they win you over with the flow. They don't. Mm. But when you break it down, they don't say much. Yeah, well, like that's pun always said real dope yeah. shit. I mean, yeah, dude. If you're if you're doing all the wordy shit. What's, there's this very ill saying. It's like, an intelligent man says a lot with very little. A fool says uh, very little with a lot. Like, you, 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 like politicians. You throwing these big words. You dancing around. But you didn't cut to the mustard. That's why I love Andre. I always felt Andre yeah. was great at, he, in a you know, half a bar couplet, he could say more. Nas, too. In a half a bar, they could say more than some dude's whole verse. And it didn't even have, it could be, you know, like a couple words. And it boom, that hits you, you know. Yeah, man, Andre's like he's a different animal too. He was brother. he was a guy that for me too. Um, always loved Outkast over the years, but as I got older, I started really, really like, wow, this dude is yeah. he's 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 unreal. He's another hey, animal. Do you want to hear something crazy while we on the Outkast topic? Yeah, is that Big Boy is an incredible, incredible. He's a bro. beast. Head sleep, and he gets overlooked. He he does because I think when they went when they both went solo. I don't think the. This is my theory. Well, right? there, there's no. You can't even say that because there's no solo Andre 2000 album. Yeah, that's okay. That's true. That's why I never like. If he's your favorite rapper, cool. But don't ever put him in the top ten list. See, he's my top three. He's my number three, dude. No, in yours. Yeah. In yours, like you have your favorites and you have yeah. like the real ones. He's <laughs> technically Andre's so good, dog. Like, no, he is. He so is. Good. But yeah, he hasn't I, I feel like that. body of work counts. True. Well, I was. I was. I judge him by all the Outkast albums, and then the, the the double album they did, which was solo, and then his features are like he gives other dudes yeah. his song. Like Rick Ross wants a song. Well, this was my song, but I'm gonna give it to you. You put a verse. Ti wants, you know, Ti wants Fire my song. Too. You know, all Fire. those joints. But I feel you. The thing where I think with Big Boy was like together they were like a perfect balance, right? Yeah. And, and, and I feel like it made Andre good, and it also made Big Boy good. And then I think when they, I feel like without. Andre to balance Big Boy, some people kind of like lost their interest or something like that. I think so, but you but know, he's still dope. But Big Boy's and, and and the thing is that people overlook is that yo, like if you listen to ATLians, if you oh, listen God. to the first, we'll say the first three albums. Yeah, yo, Big Boy is not getting washed. Oh no, he, I don't think he's getting washed. By no on means, any of them, bro. Even like, his solo shit now, he still comes with some shit. You yeah. know, like, he's I just not getting washed. I like, think the the. The folklore of Andre 3000, the the reclusiveness of the artist, the fact that he's acting and that baby with Eric Badu and this and that, I think it overshadowed because Big Boy you know, keeps himself, keeps putting out projects, yeah. does business shit. Like, you know, had Purple Rhythm All-Stars, fucking signed a bunch of dudes. You know, I think people just didn't pay attention to that because the lure of Andre 3000's mystique was yeah. overpowering. I feel like I feel like that's very real. You know, I don't know. Like, two, uh, two, two incredible MCs. Yeah, yeah my, my opinion, greatest, greatest hip hop group ever, duo of ever for sure. Yeah. I would, for group, Ho- it's like Ho- Harvey, even over Wu Tang. Yeah, See, it's a it tough one. Yeah, they have, a, they have a better. The reason why though, catalog is nonstop hits. They don't have they, any weak joints. They, they, yes, they make like let's keep yo son like Wu Tang. Like, I come from SC the Squad, right? We yeah. are a nine member yeah. hip hop collective. That's as Wu Tang as it gets, bro. You feel me? So like. I was talking to Deadeye about this the other day, and I'm like, "Yo, son, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at like the, the, uh, the like the, the promo uh, artwork, and there's nine of us. And I'm like, "Yo, son, yeah. like this is so like it's mad Wu Tangish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't get it fucked up. Wu is like, yeah, our dads. <laughs> you feel no what I'm doubt, saying? No doubt. But a lot of weak shit, bro. I, yeah, and like, that's the thing is like you could put out 20 albums, but if only. <clears throat> 
you know, nine or fire. Yeah. The guy with six albums or the group with six albums that are all fire, it's it stands out better. It's like, like they have like yeah. three straight classic albums. Dude, I, I would say they have four. I think four. uh Stanconia is classic too. And Speaker Box Love Below to me is more. Cl- I give yeah. that the edge over the Stankoni. I would say that. I, one I mean, I, uh, especially what Andre did on that album was yeah. like real yeah. ballsy. He took he took himself out and put himself out there, and it was sick. And he did a lot of the production on yeah. it, which is sick. But, yo, them first but those first three, Quemini for me is like just. I mean, they're all retarded. Quemini is retarded, yeah. dude. Yeah. And I remember when that shit dropped in high school. There was this motherfucker. He was originally from Atlanta. And they called him Skeletor, cause like, which is, I don't know, he just looked ugly as fuck. And he would always, me and him always talk shit to each other in some hip-hop shit, because he was a dude coming up from Atlanta, always on some South shit. You know, I was yeah. in the tribe and Wu-Tang, and so we'd always clown. And then when a Quemini dropped, he's like, oh, yo, what you think about that, Snake? Like, fucking five mics in the store. And I was like, no, dude, Outkast have always been dope. Eight ball it's like, I, I it was never not liking them. I like Goody Mob. I was always up on that. But then I really, like, when you listen to that album, that fucking production, the, the trends that the Outkast set, and they never... They never, like, they just did what they wanted. They never played the ball. Thing, the thing that was so ill about Outkast, right, is that most rappers in general, when they evolved, they got whack. Oh, yeah. They got better. They evolved. They got like, better. They made completely different albums yeah. and kept it. And they got, and they got nicer. Like, Andre got yeah. nicer. And they kept the, they the nice. level was at 100 every fucking album. And that, well, that goes back to, like, what you were saying about Jay getting better live. Like, I'm always really impressed with artists of any genre who get better with time rather than not. You always hear about the thing, like, the first album's the best, and then they're jinxing and go downhill, right? Common, right? Can I borrow a dollar? Not a very good album. Not very good at all. Yeah. Fucking Resurrection's a classic to me. I love that album, right? And that, and many people will say that's one of the top 20 hip-hop albums of all time, and then he goes on to make some other good albums. That's a dude who got better. Then maybe, you know, teetered out at some point, but, but, you know, but he progressed. B, B, B is fire. Is is my favorite common album. Really? That, that, one Day It All Makes Sense is a good one, too. Fire. Like Water but, for Chocolate. Uh, like Water for Chocolate's fire. fire. But my favorite common though. album is B. B's fire. And and and, and uh, th- this sentimental value with that as well. I feel like it's his best work, period. But this sentimental value with that as well, because I was going through a lot, and that really, dude, it's like that when really you helped. when you have albums that hit you in those moments of yeah. life, right? They have such an impact, dog. Yeah, that, do you, and that's just do you I ever love like, that shit. If you ever going through some shit now, do you ever go back and throw on B or like to like all the time? Right. I have a playlist on some sad Jake the Snake depression. I have this playlist called um. I I always rename it, but it's all songs. Or albums that like got me through some shit, right? Uh, you know, like oh, listening to these, like if I would break up with a girl, or like some. Okay, I used to be running around doing bad things, right? You know, and sometimes you get in trouble with the law. You got shit hanging over your head, right? Uh, Beanie Siegel's the the Reason album, dog. Like I, I remember I was like facing shit, you know. Where yeah. I was like, man, I'm about to go away, things like that. That album, like fucking some of those songs, like just right there for me, you know. Brother. Like and and, and, and uh, a lot of times. You know what you relate to is the deciding factor. Like when mm. you, when you, like let's say, okay, let's say, um, you know when I tell you that Pun is, I think is the nicest rapper ever. A lot of people will debate. Well, they'll say, what about Eminem, right? And you know, if you pick Eminem, I'm not gonna argue. Yeah. With you. But for me, like I just relate more to Pun. Yeah. That's the deciding of course. factor. So, um, like with with uh with Siegel, I feel like Siegel should have been one of the greatest ever. He's so. Goddamn he should have been one of the greatest rappers so ever, good. and it just you know he dropped the ball. And, I think and, you know, also like yeah, going back and forth to jail, and then when the split with Jay it was over. Yeah, yeah, and and that really sucks. Cause that Siegel album was, to me too is like a classic album to me too. Uh, it was a deep album. It wasn't just his like, and he always had depth. Like Scarface, it, like that, he yeah. had feeling music, but that album in particular. Did, but was you hear the, the you hear the Scarface influence? In oh CBD. hell yeah, he it. loves Scarface, and he yeah. talks about it. 
And uh, Siegel, actually, one of those artists, we were talking about punches earlier. Siegel would do conscious punches yeah. like that sound overlapping. Like He was a genius the way he would approach those songs because, you know, he, he wrote it like that. Yeah. I know yeah. this is going to overlap. It yeah. would come like panning into right and left ears. Yep. Fucking fire. The way him in that, that Bun B song, Purple Rain, like, the Purple whole Rain, song fire. is a punch. Yeah. It's yep. all punches, and it fucking is musical. You know, you know what, what song is, is, a, is, a, is one big punch, too, that I love from Siegel is um, um, Nothing Like It. Oh, dude, yeah. And he was done that shit right oh, there to this beast. day. He's a beast. Make make the the hair stand on my fucking on my Siegel, arm. Siegel was one of those dudes that like so hungry, so raw, real skills rapping. Yeah, not soft. Yeah. could come off the head, and you knew everything he was saying was real. Yeah, and like you said, you know he punched a lot, but he but knew, he did he, he knew did how to it rap consciously. Like he, I don't think he was trying to like yeah, cheat. Yeah, you know? but the thing is that he, you know, if you if you put him on the spot, like uh, all the old the old tapes when they was going uh, at it with 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 the locks, locks and all oh, that. Oh man. He was rocking. The first Seagull record, I mean, first Seagull time I ever listened, because I didn't really check for him when I was in high school, was when he was on The Roots, Things Fall Apart. And I, and he just shredded that verse. Yeah. And it was over, you know, different production than he was yep. rocking with on Rockefeller. So I was like, yep. whoa, this motherfucker's really ill. And yep. if, like, The Roots fucking with him, he's got to be more than just... Because I'll, I'll keep it real. In the late 90s, after, like, after Reasonable Doubt, I didn't fuck with Jay for a couple albums. Like, I liked songs of his, no yep. doubt. And I just didn't like the whole vibe of of what was coming out of that camp not that i didn't like jay you know but it was so like i was less into checking for certain seagull songs or or whatever um you know i just didn't like the production is what it was i didn't like any, i didn't like a like a rough rider production so, even though let, I liked me, all right, so let me ask you a question you didn't yeah. like volume two did you I liked songs. You didn't like the album, though. I don't. As a whole, no. That's I don't, a classic. I know. You, I think you we were talking about this on Twitter the other day. Yeah. It's like for me, I I love the records I love, but I skip a bunch, um, and it, so that's hard for the, me. The thing is this, right? With classic albums, they shake it up. They break new ground. They change the I game. I agree with you that. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. And so, that was like him going, going. Re- that's when Jay Z became. That's like the Grammy winning, the biggest Grammy winning yeah, of his, right? Yeah. I think. That's like his his biggest selling album. That's the one with the Andy Sample and all that, right? Yeah, Hard Knock yep, Life is on yep. that one. Yeah, and so he had can I get it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean that was huge. But album. look, look at look at like look at that album, right? Look at the um, look at um, uh, uh the the lineup of producers. That's what Jay did. Bro. Yeah, he did. And, and he had and with every classic, day. with every classic, he did that. So look, He's a you got Swiss, Timberland. Mm-hmm. You had uh, the uh, uh, Gotti with the Can I Get Up? Oh yeah, that yeah, was a yeah, job, yeah. Right. They Premier's all they there. all went on to be. The guys. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mark the 45 King. He didn't have like a crazy one, but he did stand for Eminem, bro. Yeah, that's a huge record. Like, that's a huge, huge I think, record. Dude. My opinion, Eminem's best record ever. My opinion. Yeah, it's that's a genius record. Super it's genius, a genius you know record. You know what I'm saying? So, and then you, you go back to the blueprint. Justin Kanye, he did well, that, the same thing. That, and that, oh, he, that album, to me, is a, a certified classic, but it was yeah. ill because Jay ushered in two producers. They're already doing shit, but he made those two dudes... Become what everybody wanted. Every up and coming producer was taking that sound, um, and and he kind of reushered in sample heavy hip hop mm-hmm. again after a guy it's who was so, using unsampled so, yeah. shit. So it was kind of cool, and I love that. That album for me was like what brought me back to yeah. fucking love and Jay Z. Shout man. out to my man Jeff. That's like his favorite album in the world. I remember buying the bootleg in Boston. Uh, I lived in Mission Hill at the time, and there was a, a little breakfast spot that had all the bootlegs all the time. And I remember I got that shit like a week before it dropped from him, and I had like the like photocopy CD covers they slid in and I was like oh man I just burned the fuck out of that <laughs> album dog I burned the fuck out of that album and the thing was I like I was a huge Nas fan but not recently at that time I actually literally had given up on Nas I was like fuck Nas is gone he's never coming back and the fucking takeover was so ill and Jay was so ill to me at that album was so fire 
And then when Stillmatic came out, like, we bought it because it was bootleg. It was cheap. But even though I was really done with Nas. And I was like, oh, god damn. Yeah, he's fucking, back. Okay, that ether was fucking really hard. Yeah. It's like uh, you, you know, really you, hard. You know what really hindered Nas over the years is, you know, and you know Nas is one of my dads, so I say yeah. this with the utmost respect. And it's it's not it's com- it's like it's a, a conversation that always comes up like on Twitter. It's mm. common knowledge. Like his his beat selection hasn't always been. And everybody knows that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jay, on the other hand, it's the best beat selection. Not only did he pick the be- the better beats, he picked the fucking producers of the times. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? I, I heard it in this interview with Nas. Oh, years ago, because that's always been everyone's gripe in mine as well. He said some shit like, because they brought that up about this beat selection. He said something along the lines of, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to make it too easy. Like, I don't want to just pick the, the shit everybody thinks I should. I want to, I want to, I want to just do shit where I'm gonna shine. I think he's one of those dudes where his lyrics and in 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 his voice. His actual content is his winning point more than his songwriting or his hits. So he he never wanted to be overshadowed. I mean, I still don't agree with that. I still nah, think you put because fire yo, beat if the, if the beat is not keeping me, I'm no skipping way. it. So like yo, his last album, Life Is Good, was so good Dope. because No ID executive produced it. So he produced a lot of joints, but then he picked the beats. Yeah, and then Jay's new album, No ID I did it yeah. right. You, you know, you know, fire. Nas, Nas, it, like over the years, I was like, damn man, like. I know, man. It's like this is why they hire A and R's. Yeah, I, like, I would like, think that. I'm like, oh, I feel shit. like Rick Ross should just give all his next beat albums. Like, yeah, like, like, like yo, dog, check these out. You know what's crazy is like, um, another thing. More of my dad's, the locks. They have a lot of songs where I feel like the production is a little shaky too. Dog, I do but too, they, bro. But they're always so like the last their their, their the album that came bro. out recently. I really would. I liked some of the joints, and they're always lyrically ill. But I really, the, some of the production, and yeah. th- that's why I, my shit with the locks mixtape shit is yeah. they're, they're the best at it. Yeah. Like they all day, like when you unfuckable. If they like, if you just cipher with motherfuckers, they're, they're winning every time. Oh yeah. You know if you need to do some chin ups and some dips, you yeah. know, dude, what are you throwing yeah. on about Al Qaeda, Jada tapes, Ghost yeah. in the Machine, Super Mario, and all then, those tapes? And then I, you know, when there was a little buzz going around that Ross might sign them. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, please, because he might be like, yo, no, 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 this beat, the Justice I was League like, joint, please. this Lex Luger beat. Like I was begging for, but you know how it is, man. You know, yeah. uh, egos and all that. Yeah. They probably don't want to work for him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You, you, what, what, I you, know. You, let me let me bro. Like, if you sign the locks, they're not working for you. First of all, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when Nas sign, when when Jay signed Nas to Def Jam, he's not working for yeah, Jay. Yeah, bro. yeah, like, exactly. You know Jay has little. It's hand more in of a that. partnership. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, bro? and dude, like 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 the 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 the. BMF song with, with, with fucking Ross's song with Styles, yeah. like a uh, fire song. Dude, Styles sounded so good on it. I opened, I did a, when I did the song with he Styles, didn't change nothing. I did a few shows with him in, in the East Coast uh, after we did a record together and he would do that live. Yeah. And like, you know, I would always watch his set from either side stage or enjoy because I love, he had a lot of joints to do. He would come to that song dude, and it was just fucking, I was like, man, why did I get more of these joints? He didn't change nothing. On that shit. And he didn't, he didn't have to. He it was did. a raw street record. You didn't yeah, have to change did, shit. But he just did. What, you know, but you know, we know sometimes the, uh, you know, yeah, that yeah, type yeah, of yeah, beat yeah, bring yeah. out a different energy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I, dude, you had this line back in the day, dude. That like, this is a long time. This is almost Ed Rock, Easy Money. It was, and I'm gonna fuck it up. So like, yeah. please pardon me. I mean, you might know it better than me. Who it knows? was something along the lines of, uh, I got like two gun charges on my jacket. Just imagine what's in my closet imagine or something like closet, that. Yeah. Something along the lines of that. And if you don't understand the slang, that means. Uh, Ed had some gun charges that would have landed him in prison. Imagine what he has in his closet in terms of firearms. Yeah. It's a clever fucking thing. And I, I that line always like, oh, I love that line. Yeah, because it was, you know, it was, you know, I'm a witty rapper, you know, so yeah, man, I thought I always throw the punches in there. But you know, when, when you know it's when you know it's real. Well, that's the thing. It's also, I know, I know you. 
I know yeah. your your track record, and I know dudes that know you, and that's one of the reasons why like you probably had more of an impact on yeah. me and, and shit. Like yo, when you when you were locked down, did you did you do a lot of writing? Um, let me see. I did. I, I could have done a lot more. Like um, when I want to, my work ethic is a one. But in in prison, like I, a lot of my friends and family have gone there. Their creativity most of the time gets stifled. Yeah. Well, I, I, Pac said it best. It yeah. breaks your spirit. He didn't write shit in prison. It breaks your spirit. He, not lyrics. He, yeah, it does. And I'm like, yo, he like, he hit the fucking nail on the head, bro, when he yeah. said that. I'm like, that's, I did it. I never knew how to like put that in words. That's exactly what it is. I mean, I think people have this misconception that like, okay, you're in this isolated environment with little to do. And, you know, people work out and read books and, and, and play chess and shit, whatever. People think, oh, man, this guy's going to come back with albums worth of shit. Or, or like whatever, but I feel like what I've from what I've learned from people in my life, your creativity is low. You're down to do things like yeah. play chess, do workouts and shit, but or read as an activity. But to actually create is hard. Yeah. What, did you find that tricky? Yeah, I definitely did. Um, I did. I did come out with a lot of music. Um, but the only things that I pretty much like released were I did a hundred bar, hundred bar joint that. I just did like a little hundred bar shit. I was gonna do a jacket for beats. Yeah. Right? And you know, I don't say this to sound cool, but I don't put my rhymes on paper. Like this, I do my shits mentally. I do every everything mentally. Like mm. I always, I have this joke with the guys, mm, right? My man. I have this joke yeah. with the with the guys. And I'd be like, Oh, look at you motherfucker, we'll be in the studio, but look at you motherfuckers like, writing. About your, that ST, yeah, you know? my ST guys and I'd be like, Yo, look at you motherfuckers writing shit on paper <laughs> like losers. <laughs> like I have it, you know, I yeah, have you got that Jay Z guy. Yeah, but you know, and, and the thing is that like I don't encourage that because I see people try to do it and they fail. Well, not everyone does it. It's just, I can't. When I sit down, if I sit, well, I used to sit down with a, with a, a paper and pen, and I come up with nothing. Well, I think what, what you're, you're talking about is like a ill way to. You haven't memorized when you're in the booth. You're not reading. Yeah. Like for me, yeah. I, I I did something similar. I I still wrote, but I would memorize shit or I write a lot of the verse in my head yeah. on the subway. And as soon as I got home, write it down just so I didn't forget it. But I would just spit it over and yeah. over so I didn't forget it till I got home. But by the time I went to the studio, I never had to look at my book once. I was never able to read off the yeah. paper wrap or read off the BlackBerry. I could never do that. I had to have it in the brain so I could have my eyes closed and zone out. I feel like a lot of rappers, um, like when you read off paper, it hurts you. Yeah, for sure. It's, know, it, it looks scripted. They yeah. saw Drake do it on that Funk Flex style, yeah. and never want to do that. But it just fl- me when I'm just when I'm just you know constructing my rhymes. It's like it, I'm just it's easier for me, bro. Mm. I can't like when I sit there and I try to write, I feel so restricted. Yeah, I can I see that. It's, it, I, it's hard to explain, but it's uncomfortable. So, I used to me and Ter- Terman, I used to sit there, and I used to sit there with the, with the uh, we used to drink like you know back in these days. I was drinking Alize and Henny. Yeah, yeah, hard. Yeah, hard. Right. And Term was on his E and J shit, right? And we'll be there in his crib, right? And I, and we'll, we'll try to we'll play a beat, and we'll try to write with the pen and the paper, and it felt contrived. Son, I would fall asleep, mm. like no bullshit. I mean, I know the liquor had a lot to do with that, but I would fall asleep, and I'd be like, oh shit! Like I would look at the paper, I'm doodling on the shit. There's nothing on it. Oh. So then, like when I heard that Jay did it that way, I was like, yo, let me try that. He, he felt like better. And it about was it. just it was just more way more comfortable. Yeah, but um. You know, so when I was in jail, I would do my rhymes like that just because I can't. Just in the head, right? But I would memorize them, but I would put them on paper because there's nothing else just, to do. Yeah, yeah. It's just killing time, there, right? You know what I'm there's nothing to do. So I would write them on paper. Um, but to, to what I was originally saying, when I was in jail, I think two of the things that I wrote ever made it to a record. I think still hold the title. I came home and I had a 100-bar verse. I wanted to do a jacket for beats, and I had all the beats written down that I wanted to do it to change. Yeah. Them. I want to do eight on this, four on it, whatever, whatever. Yeah. 
it was like a hundred something bars, and then and then and then term was like, yo, like that's it's a good idea, but just do it on a static beat, because you know we was in the studio, and I'm yeah. like, all right, they had booked me some time when I came home, and then you know there was a um, ended up, it ended up being still hold the title. He had the scraps, Jada can still hold the yeah. title, and I'm like, all right, and that was one of the joints, and then my first my official debut album was the money, the title track to that I came up with in jail. And I actually, I actually did it to Dead Presidents because you know eighty eight yeah, nine yeah, that yeah, night yeah. was still popping then. Of course, and that that beat inspired that the title track on the money, mm. and I did that. I constructed that song when I was locked up, and that's like the only song that I used on the album from one that I did on vacation. Did you ever like cipher in jail with Cash? No. Nah, nothing. So like, so the creativity was at uh, the probably the lowest has been for you when you was a creative dude in the musician world. So yeah, and and, yeah. and and I just I just hated rapping for people in jail. Well, like, of course, yeah. Like, like I don't want to fucking rap for you. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, it's a I don't know. I think people always think that you're gonna come out of there with all this shit, and I feel like when people come home, they'll start being creative again. But yeah. right there, it's it, it's it's an it's a it's an environment that. Yeah, it's not a friendly environment. There's not positivity, and you can't really hold on to positive elements because you have to use the negativity as a, as a means of survival. And it completely goes against being like creative and in the zone. Like you yeah. have to be aggressive and angry and in certain shit. You can't be like, let me zone out and write these rhymes and shit. You know. Yeah, and you know, like when I before I got sentenced, they gave me two. When when I got sentenced, they gave me two weeks. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They gave me the two weeks, you know, because oh, you know, yeah, you know, I have yeah, responsibility, yeah. so they gave me two weeks. And the day that I got sentenced, the day of, I went to the studio and I did like nine songs in like six hours. Banged it out. I was pox style. Fire, bro. Yeah. Like on fire. And a lot of that material ended up, be this, ended up being a street album with term, the, uh, the one that Lee Bannon produced. It was yeah. called Speaking Through Real Experience yep. Every Time. Son, I was on fire. And then when I came out, I was on fire again, yeah. bro. Like, Whoa. it was crazy. Like, I work, you know what? My, I do my best work. That was the first time? Because you go down twice, well, right? I, I, I didn't go down twice. I, I, I went, I beat one. Oh, I okay. beat one gun charge on a motion to suppress. Right? Mm. And, you know, I want to throw this out there for a lot of stupid motherfuckers that don't know the law. Like, even you don't know the law, you just never been in trouble. Yeah. Right? right? So, cause a lot of people, they like to speak on what they know nothing, nothing about. Clearly. A lot of people that hear mandatory, yeah, and they think, "Oh, you got caught with the gun. You got to yeah. do mandatory." Yeah, you can fight the fucking thing, yeah, and you can beat the shit. You can't mean like the right lawyer. Son, I was parked legally. Like, they ran up on me. They just assumed we was doing something that we wasn't doing, and that's how I beat it. Yeah. I beat one. That second one, I didn't have that same luck. Yeah, I mean, and now you said a year, but like in Massachusetts now, it's eighteten months. Yeah, yo, son, it's crazy. In, in, between, in between them, it was a year, and then when I caught the second one, my lawyer was like, "Oh, it's eighteen months." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. I thought it was twelve. Nah, they nah, changed it. Yo, New oh, York dog is three, three, right yeah. off the rip. Clean record, nothing in your life. Boom, you call him three years, three, two, yeah. going to Rikers. Yeah. My boy beat a gun charge. He's a Boston dude, and he had gun charges. He's a predicate felon in mass. He caught an armed robbery charge with my other boy out in New York. They caught the burner, and uh, a chick kind of ratted on them in a yeah. way. But anyway, they never, they never, like, then they, you know, he was in Rikers and waiting trial. They never checked. His record and ma- like they just New York just didn't care. They never referenced his shit, but he still was facing you know armed robbery and possession in New York. And he went to trial, beat it, got the ill Dominican lawyer. I was there. I was watch. I was going to because I was living in Manhattan at the time, walking distance from the Manhattan courthouses. So I'd, I went to visit him in Rikers, but I'd go and go to his court dates with him. His aunt would come up from Boston, and I was there the day he beat it too. And like we were all mad shook because they were trying to hit him hard. You know, then you know a, a felon, but also armed robbery. 
possession of a firearm, and I think they charged him aboard with uh, the narcotics possession too. So they're really trying to slam him hard yeah. in New York. And a lot of us were like, "Man, like oh, you want to fight?" You know, but they they felt like they could fight it because they didn't catch the gun on him. It was stashed in in a in a washing machine in the yeah. apartment dishwasher rather. But somebody else was implicating them, but it was only one person. And there was a way, like if you were a lawyer, you could uh, whatever to make that person's word not mean shit because they weren't a great witness either. Yeah. And so like yeah, destroy destroy their credibility. And, no, you're right. Man. Yeah, That's and, the you, line. and you need that, and you need to like. Like no disrespect to public defenders, public pretenders, whatever. <laughs> but like, if you can, if it's a serious charge, if you have some money, you can invest in it. It's wise because you might not have to cop out. You might be able to fight and win. But a real lawyer will keep it real with you. Be like, look, yeah, we can fight this and you you can win. This is weaker. We can fight this, but ah, you know, yeah. if you if you lose, they're gonna slam you with the and board. And it's like, yo, bro, is is a year or two years of your life worth ten racks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Hell yeah, the fuck is. yeah. You're saying, like, Hell the fuck yeah. But you know, know 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 the laws and know your rights. Mm. Because a lot of dudes are doing time just being not ignorant. Not knowing shit. Like, not, not yeah. knowing. And get scared. They also tell you things like, hey, you cop out to this and you get a year. Or you yeah. fight it and lose and you're going to get three to five and dudes freak out. Yeah. You know? they just getting, oh, yeah. All right. And rightfully so. But that's yeah. scary shit. I mean. Now, you know, that, 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 that whole, that entire system is trash, bro. Like, yeah. I don't encourage it. I don't. It's not cool. Like, nah, yeah. I don't, I don't try to glorify it. Then you never have. Shit is trash. And, uh, you know, shout out to Jake because Jake, Jake yeah. was supportive during my vacation. And, um. You know, I'm I'm giving him credit, not because he ever asked for it or wanted it, but that's real, you know. Thank Salute you. him. Appreciate that. Well, you know, it's easy, easy to you, do, brother. man. Well, it's real. I mean, so with, you know, that, that ST album, with your, or the street album, which is you and Term, that was, that came out before you went down? Or? No, after. But you had an E, y'all did an EP before that, though, didn't you? We did, we did, uh, like, so after you won the battle, right? Term and I did, like, a mixtape. Yes. Was a mixtape. That was when you, after you, won the, after you won the Super Bowl battle, right? Didn't Yo, you, son? I can't even remember that. Cause you, I wanted that the year after you. You, you wanted the year, you yeah, did, after you, you did. right after you. Yeah, because I wasn't in it, so you got you. You know, you, <laughs> lucky, you got lucky. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. You, you got lucky. But, yeah, I was um, nice back then, off the head. Yeah, I, I, took were, out KT, were, I took out a couple old motherfuckers. I, I, hey, listen, I never said you wasn't. Yeah, I know, you I just know. never battled me. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. But listen, like Term and I, we did a street joint, and G Spin hosted that. That's the one I'm thinking of, actually. We did that, but um, when I came, when I came back, hold up. I put out the Bring Stroke Boy album with MGI. Yeah, MGI, more. dude. That, I forget that. Yeah. That was that dude did so much of my production because yeah. his man Goodwill yeah, is okay. from JP. Like I'm, I grew up with his cousin. Like I, MGI yep. did so much. Yo, MG and, fucking. And, and, I, and he's dude. nice too. Oh, dog, he's nice, super like, nice. He did the majority of mine. Greater Good Dudes project. Like he did. This is a producer from Finland who actually works in LA with my man Goodwill. But this dude MGI did a shitload of hip hop shit, and he was just fucking son. I had fire. him. In, I had him in my crib one time. Same. One, one day. With his keyboard in my kitchen, just crushing. I don't have a big kitchen. I didn't, I didn't have a big kitchen. This is an old apartment. I remember it was like uh, the Patriots game, and I had mad family over in my little ass apartment watching the Patriots game, and I had him chefing in my in my kitchen. He is a fucking problem. He is, man. He is. Uh, God, Those he, hands are magic, bro. Like he just I see him a great and I'm like, yo, sound too, because he could do the sample shit. He could do uh, originally produced shit, pop shit, whatever. Incredible. He could yeah. do like you know. I used to call him Scott Storch's. He did. He did that shit wonderfully, like with those, you know, because Scott yeah. Storch was the man at that time, yeah, especially he was, like, heavy with the keyboards. He exactly, was. exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, and, and and he was super, super duper heavy with that. So I put out that, and I put out the street album. Those came out like, I think the um, Brave Truck Boy was like May, and the street album was like November. Mm. So I dropped those, 
And then even now, Fly Alansky and the ST album, they came out less than back, a month back. apart. That's good, though, because it's kind of like, uh, what do you call it, like cross-promotion, the way they, someone listens to one album, then they're going to go check out the other one and, and, and shit like that and, and digging the vibe. And, and you know, the, the ST album is a, a lot of years in the making, so I'm, I'm happy it came you guys, out. I thought you guys did a pro. Was it a mixtape? We did a little EP. That's what it was. Well, okay. With the squad, the entire yeah, squad, yeah, yeah, Pages yeah. from the Pavement. Yeah. And that was produced exclusively by a, a dude named Shaughnessy, who's, who's nice with the beats, too. Um, he got he got some he got one joint on the SC album. He got I think he got one of the hardest joints on the SC album. We did a lot of work with this dude named Deli Deli Beats. He's from Seattle, super nice. Um, Static got some shit on there. Vinny Idol, um, Lee Bannon who did who yeah, did the street album for Termini. Nice. Um, who else? Just uh, there's a lot of flavors on the SC album. Like there's a lot of flavors on there, and you know that that I deserves a lot of credit for that because. Shout out to Deadeye, DJ super Deadeye. Sh- super shout out to DJ Deadeye, the world famous, like I like to call him. Um, he without him, like son, you gotta think, man. Nine people, nine. He risen that motherfucker. Huh? Yeah, he that's, that. that's what we do. And yo, you tell him that he, he loves it. <laughs> Deadeye is a Wu Tang fanatic. I know. I see. Like, I see. He's a die I see hard. all his Instagramming and such. When I when we call him that when we when we call him the risen when we use that analogy he gets super gassed. He oh, loves man. it. I'll, I'll make sure to tell but him that he really risen it though. Yeah. He really did. Was you know when in a, in a group thing like that it'd be fun to have the the knights of the round table thing the diplomatic democracy but really dog to get shit done somebody got to step up yeah. and lead it and and and, yeah. and like and that's the only way yeah. sometimes and and other people will respect that and they sometimes they'll be like yes good one of us is stepping up so I can just fall back yeah. and it, and it was like you know when he did his substance abuse album. Like I kind of I kind of anchored that as well as far as the recording. I'm on like seven of the songs. Like him and I, we work well together. Mm. Like, you know, he tells me what he's looking for. He's my brother. You know what I mean? He tells me, "Yo, I need this," and I bang it right out. Mm. And you know, and and I'm and I'm always down to work. Like, like I fucking hate rap, but I'm excellent at it, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying I'm just good at it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I do yeah, it. Yeah, I feel but you. I he really, too. really like. You know, like I say, like I I anchored it on a recording level. But as far as like keep putting it together and getting it out and making sure the people heard it, that was all him. Because mm. without him, that shit would be sitting. On, on you need somebody to pick up that kind of like responsibility because that's a tough one. And not always do you want to do that if you're doing all the creating and shit too. It's, it's juggling yeah. shit. It's going left brain, right brain, left brain, right brain, which is hard, yeah. man. It's like yeah. it's not easy, man. But I mean, Short Fuse got to join on there. Shout out to Short Fuse. You got some. You got like a whole gang of producers. And yeah. yo, you're being um, Snook from St. Started, he's doing a podcast with the the homie Stiz Grind. Yep. It was cool because, yep. like, I know Stiz and, and I know your man Snuck, but I don't really know him. I've only met him probably a couple times over the years. Uh, but yeah, Stiz Grind even hit me up and he was like, yo, like, you know, uh, just want to make sure you don't think, like, try to bite your shit and do a podcast. I was like, motherfucker, I didn't invent podcasts. Like, everybody, everybody does doing them. a podcast. That's what I'm but he was, he was cool because he was like, we want to have you on. Yeah. Either when you're home in Boston or do it through like Skype. I was like, yo, no doubt. I'm down. Shout dude, out to Chris Brown. He's a good dude. He's yeah. a real good dude. Shout yeah. out to my man, Superstar Snuck. Yeah. Ex- excellent, excellent rapper. Yeah, dude. And, and, uh, excellent rapper. Those dudes got their podcast, and that's dope. And yeah. fucking, I Stuck love on it, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. And, uh, he's, a, he's a Lawrence kid or Haverhill dude, like most of y'all, right? Some Haverhill. Word. Yeah. Like, uh, all y'all are from that, right? Nobody's not. Nah, right? nah, nah. Who's um, not? Haverhill and Lawrence, though, ain't it? Haverhill and Lawrence. Um, my man Machete, he's from Lowell. Okay, um, but it's Haverhill and Lawrence. Haverhill and Lawrence are two smaller cities, about forty minutes outside of Boston. Yep. Um, pretty, pretty gnarly, grimy those spots for cats that don't know and shit like yeah. that. Um, Lawrence is like a mini, a mini Dominican Republic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of any like, are there any 
you you know this dude Rob Zombie from the band White Zombie. Yeah, heard, he's from, from Haver. Okay, you from know Haver. I've I, so I've worked with him before. I've worked for oh, him before. Yeah, but he don't rep Haver at all. Though. Nah, he he's a yeah. He I always doesn't. I never I, even knew that. I always say there's two legends from Haver, and it's me and him. But he don't rep, so I win. So you win. You, you know got mean? that, baby. <laughs> you got that. I mean, the bank account don't suggest that. <laughs> I'm sure, but. But yeah, like, I never knew that he was from Haverhill my whole yeah. life. My whole life, I never thought. Because yeah. you know what? To be honest, in Massachusetts, I never really knew people that listen to that kind of music, really. Maybe like in the suburbs and shit. I always called it like, sounds mad disrespectful. I always called it like strip mall rock. Because in the city, <laughs> nobody, like, no kids listen to like Limp Biscuit that I knew or Corn, or, or all that weird. That's not me. That's not very nice of me, is it? Uh, whatever. Sorry, this shit, I just wouldn't weird, fuck that's with. Just weird. Yeah, weird. but like it was the kids. If like, you just said J Cole's weird, then you could say Lucas yeah, is weird, bro. True, true. I didn't say J Cole's weird. I just said I don't. He's whack. But uh, yeah, there you go. But anyway, it was like suburban dudes in the strip malls listening to that shit, and uh, I just, I always just, I was like, well, that's weird. I don't know. You know, I didn't grow up with no one playing that, so I just didn't ever listen to it. And then I was like, motherfuckers from Haverhill. Yeah, he's from Haverhill. Like he's. Yeah, he's yeah he's a top dog, and then there's me, and then there's Snook. Snook. Uh, shout out to Snook. Yeah, and uh, he likes to say he's 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 the guy, but nah, that's yeah, me, bro. Yeah, like, you guys might have to battle on my podcast. You got wrestle on my little brother guy. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna give you the Nori flavor. You gotta you gotta relax. Yeah, <laughs> yo, you sounded mad like Nori when you said that right there too. Yeah, you gotta relax. Like that's that Nori shit. You gotta relax. Yeah, I uh, y'all are, it's all it's like all Puerto Rican dudes with Snook, right? Nah, nah, nah sin who? sin. Sin is I black. I don't know him. Rex is black. Rex is in the street now. Oh, Rex is official uh, official oh, SC the squad member. You, like, he's brand in. him. He's in. He's oh, in. Shout out to Rex. Official SC the squad member. Okay. Um, and he's always been family. Oh, so I knew. Like, I knew that. It wasn't like a stretch. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. Rex is so, a homie, man. SC the squad is is myself. I'm Puerto Rican. Term is Puerto Rican and white. Clip is Dominican and white. Oh, he's Hectic is Puerto Rican. My Heck. chick is Puerto Rican. Rex is black. Sin is black. Snuck is white. Yeah. And I'm missing one person. Did I? Dead eyes, dead eyes is Dominican. Yeah, it's like fucking heck, man. What's uh, shout out to heck? Shout out to heck. Heck is out there, man. Heck, heck got a, a fire solo record on the um on the SC album. He's got the only solo record on the SC album. Mm. You know what I mean? But heck, you know heck is out there. You know, shout out to my my god kids, man. His twins are my godsons. Dope, Te- the Terra Twins, those are my guys right there. Yeah, godsons, like I'm a godfather too, and, and and it's it's dope. But do you know what it means to be a godfather? You know what technically means? Yeah. That means if it got happened, yeah, unfortunate yeah. happens to you, man, now you now you got to take care of the kids. So yeah. I'm like, damn, motherfucker, you just threw this kid on me, dog. <laughs> you just fucking you my shit. responsibility. Yeah, but it's man. crazy because I'm like, yo, that probably would never happen. It'd yeah, probably yeah. go to the grandparents first. Of course, first, you know of course. Yeah. I think it goes to grandparents and then. Yeah, it's just out of respect or yeah, love yeah. and shit. I mean, shit, we might, oh, that sounds fucked up. I don't even want to say it on the air. Well, fuck it, I'm going to say it because I started. So my godmother is uh, one of my father's baby sisters and sweet woman. She got her own kid and all that too, but she's not the best these days you know yeah. doing well and so like if if well, i mean i'm a grown man it don't matter but if back in the day like you know she had she couldn't have held it down but Son, uh, my godparents like they'll see me today and won't even know who i am word i don't and i only remember who they are because they're my godparents yeah <laughs> you know what i mean you be keeping it close with family and shit everyone's in the, in I the do. neck of the woods and and, and yeah 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 you know sh- shout out to uh you know, shout out to my family in Puerto Rico. You know, my mother heard from them. Yeah, man. Uh, you been speaking to your family down well, there? My, 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 immediate, my family that I'm close with is mostly at home. Okay. Well, from Havel. Yeah. Hey, you know, Havel area. Um, you know, I have a lot of family in Puerto Rico. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mother, my mother has a lot of family out there. So, she's in touch with them. I asked her, I said, you know, how's your fam doing? And she's like, you know, they're good. You know, my, mo- my mother's very, very Christian. Catholic. So Christian. Yeah, but she's not Catholic. I mean, Catholic is Christian. Pe- but Pentecostal. Not- Pentecostal. Yo, man, I had another Puerto Rican homeboy 
I was kicking it with who was Pentecostal recently too, and always I'm always surprised when it's not Catholic. I was raised Catholic too, but yeah. it doesn't matter anyway. But continue. you know she, you know, and, and you know she's in the church, heavy into the church, mm. heavy, heavy. Um, like she goes like four days a week, but um, rapping. You know she she would she's she says good. to me they're good. You know if you want to come by the church and bring some stuff, we're doing some. We're, you know we're coming yeah. Stuff. And I'm like damn, like the next day I came out here. Yeah. So uh, I feel I felt super trash. I didn't get over there, but um, you know. I hate, I hate it. I don't, I don't even like thinking about it. It's whack. Course, I, I, I hate for that to happen anywhere, yeah, no bro. Doubt. Like, anywhere, I, you know. I've got, I've got people who's down there that I haven't been able to get a hold of. Yeah. You know, like homies that friends of mine live there. I've got a lot of friends back in Boston whose families are still there that they've reached. You know, some of the families like my boy hasn't heard from his pops. Yeah. My 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 homegirl hasn't reached her grandparent. You know, like so they can speak to some people who haven't spoke to others. And like one of my best friends, like he's 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 Chilean, but his baby's mom's is Puerto Rican. He's yeah. been down there for years. Can't I haven't heard from him in a week. And you know I've. So I grew up in the Caribbean, in the West Indies, before I moved to America, in case you don't know this, right? No, I didn't. So I grew, actually, this is my flag, right? Nevis and okay. St. Kitts. So I moved to America when I was like six. But the, the stopover flight, the, we'd always have to fly to San Juan, to our island. So I, I spent a lot of time as a kid, you know, and you get stuck there maybe an extra day or two, going to San Juan. And, and, like, like, I've been to Puerto Rico a hundred times, even the last couple of years. I, last year, or no, two years ago, I was there four times in a year, going to visit my boy, drinking ayahuasca on the beach, chilling out. So I, I've been to Puerto Rico more times than I've been to fucking, you know, more Texas. More times than I have. Yeah. And so, I mean, and I've been in some hurricanes down there and shit too, but just, you know. It's always it's always yeah. bad and uh, it's it's terrible. Like I, I hate for for those oh, type of things to happen anywhere. It's, but you it's, know it's like it's his home, man. Of you know what I mean? And 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 you know to see, you know I I see a lot of this shit on Instagram and all that and Twitter and, and the efforts that people are making. Yeah, yeah. they're stepping I up. Respect that. And that shit is super. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that like Jay Z and J Lo are doing some big ass show in Brooklyn like, for yeah. it. And you know Jay Z gave Fat Joe a plane. Yeah. Jay Z and Title gave that. Fat Joe a plane. You know to Hell bring yeah. goods over it, and that's so beautiful. Ill. And I just seen so today, Ill. I almost fucking started crying. I was I was I I just woke up. You know, didn't even brush my teeth. Fucking, I'm on Twitter. Oh. Fuck, whatever. Back to being addicted to that. Yeah, you know phone. what I'm saying. So I, I'm, I'm there, and, and and I'm scrolling through, and and, and you know, crazy legs. Like, so I said, his crew, yeah. legend. Yeah, these are legendary he's do, boys. He's doing like a, a water. He has like a, a water project out there, and you know, oh, he was holding shit. two cu- two glasses of water, and one was dirty, and the other was clean, and and you know, he had a, you know, he that was what he was doing out there. That's so ill. And that shit was so fucking crazy, and, and I'm like, yo, this shit is amazing. The, the effort, people's efforts. Yeah. People stepping it up is, is beautiful, man. I beautiful, mean, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and, and I say, and, and, I, and I gotta throw this out there. I, I, I hope Donald Trump gets clapped today. Yeah. Straight the fuck up. He could suck yeah, my dick. I don't know. I don't, I don't tap my goddamn podcast. I don't. I, I don't just know. Changed I don't the name know your Russian souvenirs so they wouldn't tap I don't, me. I don't know your views. I don't know your views, and you know that offends you. You know my views. I don't. You got to clapped. You know I don't. Straight like that. Fuck him. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like he just he just shows constantly what a piece of shit he is. You know, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. We're not going to ruin my mood over that motherfucker. But not shout out to everybody me. that you know that that it's contributed and who is still it's, contributing. It's crazy. too when you see the situations like you don't have people like the motherfucking president and, and people stepping up, but you got all these other people stepping up, right? So like when the Hurricane Harvey shit happened in, in Houston, right? Uh, one of my boys is a barber. He works for Frank's Chop Shop. He was a guest on the podcast, and I was I wanted to you know donate some shit to to that, but I don't like just trust putting my money and my goods anywhere. So my boy, he's like, no, actually, the bar, the barbershop, we're doing this huge Hurricane Harvey fucking fundraiser. Smith & Wesson's performing. I know Bun B. This is me talking about my boy. He's like, I've, I've set it up with Bun, so all the shit, all the clothes we're collecting are going right to Houston. So I gave, like, bags of clothes and shoes because I know, I mean, Bun B's like, he's, he's Port Arthur, but that's... 
checks. That's yeah. oh, they're all affected. You know, he's not going to be like doing some shady red cross shit. So you could feel good about the whatever I give. I know it's going somewhere. Like you seen Bun? You seen Bun speaking about it? And, and it's real. You seen him breaking down? Yeah. And you know it's real. Like, and like Bun, I'm gonna tell you something. It's a real dude. Of all the rappers that I've met, like anybody in the game that I've met, Bun is probably the most Bun and probably Premier are the most humble, considering what they've where accomplished at, and where, at, you know right? where they at. The super official, you know, to see that I was like, wow, man, like I was right about him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It feels good. And, and that's Trade like, the Truth is out there doing you know, amazing shit. Trade the Truth is, I seen Trade the Truth on the news, like, like boating around, helping motherfuckers out, dude. That's Matter of fact, shit. I met Trade the Truth in Static Crib when Static was recording the EP with Gibbs. Oh, yeah? And Trade the Truth slid through there. I met him briefly, you know what I mean? We just, it was, it was brief, but you know, to see that, I was like, wow, man, this it's, is, this is amazing. You see, it, this is nice when you see people, and I'm sure there's a gang of like, non-musicians we don't know stepping up like local business or whatever but it's just dope when you see it sucks that it takes these horrible things yeah. but people really yeah. do come out and really hold it down people put a lot of shit to the side and be like yo uh, we, we gotta do something even people that aren't in the affected area stepping up and organizing shit whether it's, it's concerts and fundraisers in Brooklyn or in LA or God knows where it's, it's beautiful because obviously we got people running things who don't give a fuck so you know, you need people need to step up, and it's, yeah. it's beautiful when you see it, and it's beautiful when it's like you know, hip hop artists doing shit. Like you know, people always like to shit on hip hop. Yeah, artists. you know the stigma is crazy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. But when they doing things like that, you can't knock that. Dude, Chance Rapper giving like million dollars to Chicago public schools. Like a lot of the U.S. government ain't giving a million dollars to public schools Facts. in Chicago, right? So like, fuck, Chance man. the Rapper is definitely a G for that. Oh, God, there's like up. there's a lot of shit, and that shit don't get the news. You know, nah. you get Travis Scott knocking up Kylie Jenner against the news. You don't get that yeah. other shit. So, you know, I didn't even know that Jay-Z gave Fat Joe a plane to bring shit down there until you told me. Because you don't see that on the news. Yeah. You're going to see some, you know, other you shit. You got to be on the internet, you know. And, that, and, that, and that's, where, that's where the internet is good, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, it levels the playing it's, field. It serves its purpose, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can find out both the good and the bad on the internet. If you want to yeah. search, you can find the real news, the bullshit. Uh, it level like the same way with music. It levels the playing field. You know what I'm saying? It yep. evens us, it evens it out a little bit more. And I don't know. I mean, you just got to use the tools for good. You know? Exactly. Trying to exactly. trying to use it like it's like technology. It's like if a I didn't if I didn't make music, I wouldn't have no social media, bro. Dog, I say that all the fucking time. If that you shit, didn't, if I didn't have anything to even with the podcast, I have to promote shit. Yeah. If I had nothing to promote. Gone. I would have given a fuck. Gone. I just have an email for work. Because I don't really want to be on there. But like when you have albums to promote, right? Singles, whatever it is, you need you you're a fool if you don't. And then merch, I got these 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 yeah, hats that I'm those doing, dope you know easy money I mean? buckets. I need me one of those. I'm, uh, I'm pushing that. I'll be at the beach all the time and I need to get one. I got a fat ass. I don't head, got though. buckets, so I got like snaps and dad hats coming, but no buckets. I rock the shit out some dad hats, baby. Because um I got a new a new guy. We'll, we'll look into that though. We'll definitely Word. be in touch with I you. Got we, fat we'll, head, so. we'll send you some shit out. Word, yeah. The dad mm-hmm. hats is the move. Yeah. I be uh, well. You're a real dad. I'm a fake ass dad. I don't got no kids yet. You, you a real. Dad. I don't. I don't wear dad hats, bro. Word. Dude. It's just. It's but just I'm like back in the day. That's I where would, the game is at, man. But and see, the thing is, it's an old thing. Like I remember being in Boston when I was like sixth, seventh, eighth grade. It was like Polo and Banana Republic dad hats. Like dudes would be skating in Copley Fountain, like like you know, like a baggy ass Tommy Hilfiger khakis and, and, and skating in Adidas and not even regular skate shoes. And they would wear dad hats, Polo or or Nautica or fucking true Banana white Republic boy dude. shit. Dad but hats. no, dude, these were black and Puerto Rican dudes though, <laughs> rocking this shit. The, when I was the, a kid. That's Abercrombie and Fitch these right there. See, that's I don't American fuck with Eagle that. Steez. Nah, 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 I'm just, saying that's what the hats look like. Oh though. yeah, yeah. With the, especially with the, with, the, with the tears in them and shit. Yeah, well that's like I don't like to buy my shit beat up already because yeah, I'm gonna beat it up. You're gonna beat it up. If yeah. I'm buying, I'm gonna buy shit. I want some new shit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not big on on ripped jeans and all yeah, that. I'm rip, straight. Rip t-shirts. I'm all set. Like I don't. Well, I'm never I, gonna wear ripped t-shirts because I rip my jeans. I rip yeah, my cool. jeans. I'm not paying 
you to rip my jeans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like, I, I get you. it. For chicks, it's cool. Whatever. Rock your shit. You. But yeah, you. dudes be all ripped, jeans out. Like, And they be on big old rips. Like, their knees be hanging out. Like, they're just he- hanging I think, together I by think threads. they stick their fucking foot in it to stretch it. That's what I just look yeah, like. Yeah, man. I don't know. I can't do all that. Like, I can't do all that. Fuck that. Yeah, man. I don't know. You want to you wanna plug this album, man? Where, where, can, they, where can they get this Absolutely. fucking Fly Alansky shit, The new man? album is called Fly Alansky. It's produced exclusively by my man, Billy Loman. If you if you enjoy and appreciate traditional East Coast hip hop, there's no reason you wouldn't like this album. Easy money is you know nice as hell. You know what I'm saying? So you get this in stores worldwide. It's, it's in stores everywhere. It's on all digital outlets. If you ain't got the bread like that, stream it. I don't give a fuck. I just want to know what y'all think of it. Hit me at Easy Money ST everywhere. Easy um, Money ST. We got media. we got we got uh, Griselda's Conway on the album. We got my man Millie's. We got my man Whispers. We got my ST Squad on there. Um, you know, you got Cyrus it. the Shield on yep. there. Cyrus is a great Cyrus singer, is man. Animal, school. animal singer and songwriter. Animal, yeah, man. You know, also ST the Squad self titled is uh We don't got the physicals yet, so we're not in the stores yet. But on uh, digital outlets everywhere. That's why kids like it. You like the digitals? Go get your shit. Yeah. Go stream them shits and download them, man. This is at, this is quality. Easy shit. money ST. Holler at me. Let me know if you love it. Let me know if you hate it. It's all good. Oh man, me and Ed about to go chill out and go make some more babies, man. We out of here. Ah, <laughs> peace.